Hey y'all, welcome to season one of the I Don't Know What To Call It podcast. That's right, we don't have a name and we don't really know what to call this thing, but we're here to have some crazy dope conversations with you as our guest. So, I'm your host, Errol. And I'm your host, Ashley B. And even though we don't have a name, we do have a common goal. And that's to help you dominate your sphere of influence, push past your fears, and live the life God designed for you. I co-sign, I co-sign. That sounds like a great plan. (laughs) Let's get into the episode. Hey y'all, welcome to the I Don't Know What's a Podcast. I don't know what's a podcast. I don't know what to call it. What to call it, I guess. You gotta, you gotta know the name, my I'm God. I'm asleep for a second, <laughs> but I'm awake, arise and shine. <laughs> <laughs> welcome Yo, to the I Don't I Know can't. What to Call It podcast. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome we back. We are excited to be with you all today. I am your co-host, Ashley. And I'm your other co-host, Errol. And we're ready to just dive into this very transformative and impactful discussion with you all today. Um, before we get started, EJ, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Actually, I'm I'm making coffee live. So if you hear any movements, y'all, this is <laughs> this is what happens on a natural basis. I'm just adding some creamer. You live off of coffee. To my coffee. I actually thoroughly enjoy coffee. I have a cup of but coffee wait, every didn't day. Did you use caramel cream? I did. We're not talking about that. We asked me <laughs> if I live off of coffee. We're not talking about what I put in it. I drink coffee <laughs> every morning when I wake up. And I might have an additional two cups in the afternoon. That's a lot of caffeine. Or or just one cup in the afternoon. Um, don't judge me. Judge yourself. Because <laughs> outside of that, all I do drink is water. I rarely drink juice. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really coffee and That's and a lot of caffeine, me. though. Wow. I mean, in a day, but for sure. But if you're not drinking juice, I guess it makes up for it. It does. Because coffee also has sugar and all the other well, stuff. Well, do you add sugar to your coffee? It depends on the coffee. Mm-hmm. If the coffee is like really strong or doesn't taste as good as I want it to taste, mm-hmm. I like to enjoy my coffee too. So if I'm gonna drink coffee, <laughs> it has to be enjoy- enjoyable. I don't like bad tasting coffee. It's just not the wave. Like, why would I have bad tasting coffee when I can have great tasting coffee? You know what I'm saying? You know what's so crazy? The only type of coffee that I really drink is a pumpkin spice from Starbucks. Mm. That's the only thing. It is pumpkin spice season. It's though. pumpkin it's spice pumpkin season, spice y'all. Season. Think I was happy when Starbucks brought it back for you know what's crazy? You know what else they brought back? And what? I'm probably I promise I'm not gonna go on a rant. You oh, this is already a rant. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the rant life. <laughs> they brought back Malamars, y'all. If you know anything about me, this is probably not going to be the first, second, or the third, or the fourth, or the fifth time of me wow. bringing it up. It's a lot of times. But it is Malamar season. They only bring Malamars out in September, between September and about March because they are because they are <laughs> I see the I was like wait what just happened <laughs> no. because they are marshmallow graham crackers covered in dark chocolate cookie y'all let me tell you so with it being pumpkin spice season it's also malamar season well shout out to the malamar eaters <laughs> and the pumpkin spice drinkers out there um i like my coffee to be caramel or um sometimes i get fancy around christmas season and do a chestnut praline mm-hmm. jesus but other than that that's not was why it you yet. who put me on to a snickerdoodle coffee i did put you onto the snickerdoodle because uh, the snickerdoodle comes out around the same time yeah. so you know that's good as well yes yeah, really so good. Yeah, but today I don't have an IDK fact. I didn't do my homework, guys, so don't sue me, don't kill me, and don't unfollow us. Um, But I do have a quote that I think I want your perspective on, and it says, a lie has speed, but the truth has endurance. A lie has speed, but the truth has endurance. When I first saw this, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. And then I read it again, I'm like, this is kind of, this is kind of, 
true-ish. Interesting. It's kind of true-ish. I think that there, ha- I think that there is some truth to it, mm-hmm. but I don't know how true it is unless you have the, I guess, the right party or the right company mm-hmm. around it. So, for example, a lie can only spread as fast as people tell it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so, I feel like for this quote to say like a lie has speed, I think it, it de- it's circumstantial. It depends on. It's easier to spread spread a lie than it is the truth. It's easier to spread a lie than it is the truth, mm-hmm. but also a lie is spread faster because of who you're telling the lie to. Interesting. So if you're, for example, if you have a company of liars, not to, this episode's not about lying, guys, but <laughs> if you have a company of liars and I tell one person a lie, that other person's going to be quick to spread that other lie again. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? They be fast to chat. They be fast to chat, don't but they don't want to spread the gospel. Jeez, oh my they God. Don't, they don't want to spread the <laughs> truth. Which is the truth, which is why it has endurance. Right, which is why it has endurance. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but that was my perspective on uh-huh. the lie and the truth um, scenario. Mm-hmm. The truth has endurance. I guess the truth stands. I mm-hmm. guess the truth um, never falters, mm-hmm. uh, which ironically enough is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lie just spreads faster. Gossip mm-hmm. spreads faster. Mm-hmm. I think people are more prone to hear gossips and, and lies mm-hmm. rather than hearing the truth of a situation mm-hmm. or a person. So Because yeah. typically lies entertain people. Mm. Like if you think about it, like when people are spreading lies, mm-hmm. it typically kind of either entertains them in a way, even if it's like bad, a bad lie about mm-hmm. something or someone, it's like low key entertaining mm-hmm. them at the same exact time. So the truth isn't attractive to some people. No, that sucks. Mm-hmm. It really sucks. Just have a, a world of people that love lies. Yeah, but we love the truth. But we love the truth. The truth will set you free. The truth has a name. And what's the name? You got to tell me. Jesus. Huh? <laughs> Bless him. So, yes, as you all know, we chat sometimes. Yes, but we at do. the end we of the day, it has, it has an end goal. Um, but today, we're discussing. Discussing. It's late. It's, it's right. late. Keep discussing. Going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> discussing why collaboration is key. And it literally reminds me of everything that I've ever done, either by myself. I've measured collaboration and my success with collaboration, like between like what I've done by myself versus doing it with a team and doing Mm -hmm. it with other people and measuring that success. Like, yes, I could do stuff. It'll be good, but will it be as good as it should be if I'm collaborating with other people who have different skill sets and different giftings and talents than I do? Because ultimately we're not all gifted with everything. We don't have every skill in the world right we don't but there are other people that can um what's the word ad ad yes Mm -hmm. it wasn't ad but we're gonna use ad we're gonna use ad we're gonna use ad but you um (laughs) (laughs) they add to what you're bringing to the table she's cracking up i'm trying to figure (laughs) out why she's laughing (laughs) but add to what you're doing because ultimately um in order to be successful at anything, we need the voice and the additive of someone else in mm-hmm. order to make it super successful. I think we tell ourselves a lie when we say we don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we do ourselves a disservice when we live from the space of not needing people. But we all need somebody to add to what we're doing in yeah. order to spruce it up and take it to the next level. But mm-hmm. I have a question for you. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Because no, you always want to ask questions first. I didn't, I didn't want to ask a question, but I did have a point. Uh-huh. I thought it was interesting because when you were talking about that, mm-hmm. don't lose your question, write it down. Okay. But when you were talking about that, I thought of, I immediately thought about a job application and when we're applying for jobs. And one of the questions that they ask is, are you a team player? Mm. I wonder why. 
I don't really wonder, but like, isn't it ironic that they're asking if you're a collaborative partner mm-hmm. when you're applying for jobs in corporate America or when mm-hmm. you're when you're applying for job any type of job? They mm-hmm. want to know if you are a team player. Mm-hmm. They want to know if you can work with other people, mm-hmm. and that's probably because someone else may have an answer that you need, or you may have to add something to someone mm-hmm. else's project or plan mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Uh, companies are really strategic in asking that question. I never, it never actually clicked to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I thought it was because, yeah, we're working, we're, we're in an environment with different people. Mm-hmm. We don't want arguments. We don't want disputes. Mm-hmm. But it might be because they understand that collaborative partnerships can take the company to the next level. Mm-hmm. They understand that projects can be uh, better built when it's built by a team of people who are on one agenda. Mm-hmm. They may not have the same perspective, but the agenda and the end goal is mm-hmm. the same. And mm-hmm. so they're able to bring their different life, um, their life experiences, their different uh, skills and talents and the things that they've learned along the way to the table to enhance or bring to life mm-hmm. a project. So I thought it was pretty cool. I think it's interesting that you said that because it reminds me of like, say like there is this company, right? And you had all of these different departments or all of these different people. And we have one common goal, but say one department of that company is not in line with the goal that that mm-hmm. head company um has for the company's agenda yeah. it's like literally if one part of that company is not falling in line with what the common goal is it literally hinders the company from moving forward it hinders mm-hmm. the company's progression and hinders them from going from where they going to yeah. where they desire to go and i feel like maybe we're also like hindering ourselves because we're not allowing ourselves to play on a team where somebody else can add something that not necessarily mm-hmm. that another person can add it's just like like if you think about it hr does what hr does mm-hmm. hr you love talking about my, my HR journey. <laughs> you, you're a good HR guy. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, say HR cannot do what the sales department does. They right. do not have the same... They don't. They don't mm-hmm. have the same job. However, they have a common goal to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but they play their roles... <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. they they play their roles and they play exactly what they're supposed to do in order to reach where they're trying to reach. Yeah. But they all have different jobs, job descriptions. However, the goal is the same. The goal is the same. Yeah. I, that's all I had to add. <laughs> that, was, that was my point. You need to be you team know what's players. So crazy. Yeah. Um, I had a question and I forgot it. I told you to and write you it down. You told me to write it down. I literally told you to write it down. Yes, but it's okay. I remember your question. We're talking about collaborative partnerships. Collaborative Collaboration partnership. is key. Collaboration really is key. It's and the I, key to success. It's actually the key to success. Let me tell you. So I wrote mm-hmm. a book called The Keys to Sales Success. And it's Yo, she's an author, by the way. If that. y'all did not know, she's not only a sales strategist. <laughs> She's not only a boutique owner. Oh my God. She's not only a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but she is also an author, y'all. She wrote a book called The Keys to Sales Success. That's right. You can get it where? On Amazon. You can get it on Amazon or you can email her at? At Ashley at Unlock the Sales. That's it right there. But here's the thing. Even to that point, um, I would not have been able to finish the book, write the book, Mm -hmm. have the ideas had I not partnered with you, had Mm -hmm. I not partnered with an editor, had I not partnered with other people to read Mm -hmm. and begin to review what I began to put together. And I think it's super key to be open to allow people to come into your vision, come into Mm -hmm. your project, review it, see some spots that you might have missed, because ultimately it will not reach where it's supposed to reach if other eyes are not getting on it. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason why many people are afraid of that because they 
well, let's talk about me, for example. I used to be afraid of other eyes getting on it because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't want it to not be me. I don't want mm-hmm. it to change and things of that nature. But what we don't recognize is this, the slight changes that are made are to make you sound better, are to make you better, are to take you to where you desire to be and are to make you a better person, to make you a better entrepreneur, to make you an, a better author or whatever the case may be. So I think that that's also key that having other people collaborate with, collaborate with you on your vision, on your idea, on your dream, so that it can go to the next level. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think I've learned that mostly this year um, because what is actually happening this year or at the end of this year is I'm doing a lot of partnerships. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of public partnerships. Can you tell us about it? I can't tell y'all about it right now. It's top (laughs) secret, y'all. Top secret. Just pay attention to my Instagram. But... I'm doing a lot of public partnerships, and I realized that I've partnered with people before. I've been in collaborative partnerships before when it when it came to um, different projects and stuff being done behind the scenes, but I've never actually stepped out on Front Street mm-hmm. with a collaborative partnership. And so, like you and I, we have a collaborative partnership. Mm-hmm. This is one of the partnerships that I'm I'm able to do this year because I've taken on the understanding that I can't do everything by myself mm-hmm. or that I should not do everything by myself. I feel like the culture of this podcast is different because you're a part of it. I think that our conversations are more dynamic because you are a part of it. You're bringing your perspective. I'm bringing my perspective. And I think that this really wouldn't have gotten off the ground the way it did if mm-hmm. I did not partner with you. Mm-hmm. If I didn't partner with someone um, as eager as mm-hmm. you, if I didn't partner with someone as determined as you because me, myself and I, I would have said, hey, we, I could do this another time. I got a long life, a long life to live. Um, I could do this uh, a couple of years from now because I had so many other things going on for myself. But partnering with you allowed me to push myself and to actually give birth to this project that, that we're doing today. And I think that um, I was more open this time around mm-hmm. to hearing what you had to say, to hearing what you had to offer, because I understood that this was a partnership. This mm-hmm. wasn't uh, the Arrow Show. This wasn't a business venture that mm-hmm. I was solely, mm-hmm. um, I guess, solely managing. Mm-hmm. It also allowed me, I'm talking a lot, and it might be the coffee, but it also <laughs> allowed me to not be a perfectionist the way I, I usually uh-huh. am about my stuff, because I realized that it's not just about me. I mm-hmm. also have to take into consideration someone else's perspective, mm-hmm. someone else's vision. I have to be open to my vision not working or my vision not not um, being pushed forth because of somebody else's idea. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has allowed me to um, come into the understanding, like, hey, everything doesn't go your way. Everything mm-hmm. doesn't have to go your way. There's another way that, that can do it. Also, there's another way <laughs> that we can have a good conversation, a good, healthy conversation, mm-hmm. and come to a common ground mm-hmm. on some of the decisions that we're getting ready to make. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is important for those that are influencers, for those that are in business, for those that are in the workplace, for those that are in partnerships, in marriages, in partnerships, and in families. I think that it is important to understand that you have to, when you're collaborating with someone, there is a common goal that you guys have to set out to and I think that it is impossible to do that if you are strong-willed um, and and stubborn in your own way. Mm-hmm. You are actually going into something that I was writing down and I was also Googling oh. at the same exact time Googling as you were speaking. Write. <laughs> Googling and writing. And it was in regards to what traits to do other people look for in partners. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this something, like the collaborative partnerships that you're currently doing mm-hmm. by the end of the year, what are some key traits that you look for in those partners in order to collaborate and make sure that it's done effectively. So transparent moment, I actually don't like to do things. Um, <laughs> I like to do things. I like to build things. I like to create things. But I like to do all of that behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And so this year, I've ventured out in partnering with people who are going to push me. Mm-hmm. I've ventured out with people who are going to 
push me beyond my my comfort zone um so for i'm just gonna say it, i'm doing more way more public speaking now than i would have ever done i'm doing way more recordings now than i would have ever done and that's because i understood that there was a space that i was going to in my business or in my career path that um i had to prepare for mm -hmm. and i wouldn't be able to go there if i didn't make these decisions to partner with these people now mm -hmm. I feel like because I've made the decisions to partner with who I'm partnering with now, it is preparing me for my future. Yeah. But literally preparing me to take stages that I never thought I would be able to take mm -hmm. because I took the time now to partner with someone else. I took the time now to partner with someone that's going to push me beyond my capacity and mm -hmm. beyond what I think I could do. Yeah, I think that's so key that you said that in regards to people, your partners, pushing you past your capacity because that's what your partner should do. Mm -hmm. It should be bi-directional where you're mm -hmm. pushing them and they're pushing you. They're stretching you and you're stretching them yeah. where you're able to get the most out of them and then beyond and mm -hmm. then vice versa. And I know that there are some key things. One thing that I said I wanted to look for in a partner was like tenacity, passion, being eager, mm -hmm. being hungry, seeing beyond what I like, seeing my vision and then seeing more for it and mm -hmm. vice versa i think that it's always important to partner with someone who sees the bigger picture but also sees beyond that i think yeah. that we look for the picture and don't even recognize there's more to the picture than what we see mm -hmm. but having someone who sees vision and then can maximize on that to make it even better um so i think that that's super duper key and that's something that i look for in people mm -hmm. because i'm like we all are visionaries we're all creatives we're all we're all influencers we all are taking specific industries but mm -hmm. when we are collaborating with other people they have to have the big vision as well mm -hmm. because you don't want to wor work with someone who doesn't see like they should see what you see but even more if that makes yeah. sense mm -hmm. um, but they literally see what you see see even more and desire what you desire at the same exact time I think it's super hard to work with people who don't have the same desires and aspirations yeah. as you. you it might be two different industries but we have the same goal the same thoughts we have the same passions and desires and we're just literally taking it on with one another mm -hmm. so I think it's super duper key to be able to look for specific traits in people now and you may be totally different from the other person like me and you mm -hmm totally different. I don't know if we're totally different. Well, but okay, so. We're different. We're different. <laughs> we're different, you know? Mm -hmm. You have different aspects in you that I don't have. Mm -hmm. There's aspects in me that you don't have. But when it comes together, we are literally coming together to shake Mm -hmm. everything that we come into contact with because we have the common goal of literally taking this industry by storm influencing impacting people so that their lives are transformed for the better yep. and recognizing that there's a greater future for you and for me and for every single person that we come in contact with mm -hmm. one thing that i actually realized that was really good mm -hmm. that i just want to make sure that you know that that was really good <laughs> one thing that i realized is that you're allowed or able to do more things once you collaborate with other people. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a level of acceleration and there's a level of multiplication, if that's the right term, Come on. terminology. No, I just talked about like, this yesterday. The woman of God was talking about multiplication yesterday, y'all. That is the chapter. But that's a, chapter. <laughs> that's a what? <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. But what I was trying to say is, is that we are able to get more done because we collaborated mm -hmm. with other people. And we're not collaborating with the same people. Yeah. I'm not on the same business venture with you as I am with someone else. Yeah. And so I'm working on the podcast while I'm working on um, trainings and lessons and teachings. I'm working on all these different things because I've made a decision to collaborate with, all, with someone else. And so with all the goals and dreams that I have, everything isn't on me. The weight isn't all on my shoulders because mm -hmm. I've now shared the load with someone else. Mm -hmm. I've now partnered with someone else 
else who wants to do something similar to me, we came together and we made a, a great idea, a grand idea. We made a great idea, a big idea. Mm-hmm. And so I think that really, um, specifically what you said, identifying your collaborator, mm-hmm. what key, what key um, um, characteristics are you looking for? Mm-hmm. Making sure that they are all aligned with your characteristics and be open to people coming to you. Yeah. You don't always have to be the one seeking out like who can mm-hmm. I collaborate with mm-hmm. next. There are gonna, there's going to be a time when someone's going to reach out to you and say, hey, I love what you have to offer this world. I love what you have to offer this industry. I see something in you that I don't have. I see that you can take me to the next level. Can you partner with me on this? And sometimes that's a hard conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a hard no. And there are other times where you have to get over yourself and say yes because you don't know what's on the other side because you decided to collaborate with somebody else. So I'm, I have two things to that. I'm going to hit this first in regards to that. Um, you better hit it. I wish we had a button. A hit, so like a, a, ding. <laughs> ding button. So um, I used to be the person that, who used to be afraid of people reaching out to them strange Mm -hmm. but i used to think that that person (laughs) i used to think that people would have hidden agendas sometimes when they would reach out to me in regards to partnering but i would have to say that within the last that's how i got my recent assistant for my business Mm -hmm. she congratulations you got assistance (laughs) so i'm literally she took a bold step to just reach out to me to say hey i love what you're doing i want to be able to partner with you i want to learn from you i want to glean from you and then in return also give you something administratively that you may not have and Mm -hmm. had I been afraid of that point of contact or thought that this person had a hidden hidden agenda I would have been missing out on something yeah I would have been missing out on a huge part so I thought that was really good and I wanted to um double back on that because I think that we're missing stuff when we think people everyone has a hidden agenda Mm -hmm. now use wisdom Mm -hmm. pray about the partnership Mm -hmm. seek counsel on the partnership Mm -hmm. then ultimately move forward with a strategy so that you can get the most out of that partnership yeah for sure because this didn't start until we saw wisdom and counsel we definitely like yo should we do this we have an idea can this work Mm -hmm. um i was also gonna say that um being open is definitely key Mm -hmm. we can't be closed off to like we ask god for help we Mm -hmm. ask god to send us help we ask god to send us the um solution to our problems but we're never open to receive it Mm -hmm. or it doesn't look like what we thought it would look like we thought that he was gonna give us a dream and a vision we thought that he was gonna allow our our hands or our fingers to type faster than than they did yesterday Mm -hmm. and we're not open to um whatever his provision looks like Mm -hmm. and so if he's providing people look at look at these people accept these people and and partner with these people Mm -hmm. and um do what god told you to do so here's the one thing I was thinking as you were talking um, a few moments ago, I was thinking about jealousy and partnerships, mm-hmm. because if you're talking about collaborative partnerships yeah. and working with multiple different people, how do you work with someone in a way where you're, you're giving your all and then there's another partnership that comes over to work with you, but then the other partnership might get a little jealous in mm-hmm. regards to the next partnership. How would you actually advise somebody on that? I'll tell them to work their own ground. Oh my <laughs> God. Tell your own ground. your own ground. I'm working on mine over here. You worried about me. You need to worry about yourself. Oh my gosh. No. Um, <laughs> that's not good. Don't tell them that. But um, that is actually tricky. I think that I think that in order to make the other person more comfortable, because the reason why they're jealous is because they feel as if the other partnership is getting more of their time, their attention, mm-hmm. um, than you're giving them. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to make them comfort- comfortable. You have to have a conversation with them. You have to let them know, like, hey, I'm working with you, but I'm also working with them, and what I'm doing with them may look different than what I'm doing with you, mm-hmm. but I want you to know that this is also equally as important to me. Mm-hmm. This is also heavy on my agenda. This is also my priority, mm-hmm. as well as something, the other partnership that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that um, having that that conversation with your partner and having that transparency will allow them to trust you, will allow them mm-hmm. to um, continue to even want to work with you mm-hmm. and create a culture where you guys can trust each other to venture off into new projects mm-hmm. without them feeling like, hey, I'm going to be depleted in this area or, hey, mm-hmm. I'm going to miss out because now my partner is, is excited about opening restaurants while I'm over here trying to uh, start a journal or something like that. I think that um, having those conversations and opening those lines of communication will really help mm-hmm. um, and remove jealousy and envy from that mm-hmm. partnership. I did, when you were talking about restaurants, I was like, oh, you wanted to open a lounge at one point. I did too. want to open a Is lounge. Is that still an aspiration it's for you? It's still an aspiration of mine. I, mm-hmm. I, yes, it's still an aspiration of mine. I got to talk to my pastor <laughs> about the, the <laughs> ramifications and the parameters and stuff. Uh-huh. But I definitely want to open a restaurant, and I want to open a workspace mm-hmm. um for entrepreneurs i, I do uh, yes oh i did know that <laughs> you did it's all right you forgot my <laughs> partner forgot, forgot what, what i want to do in life yeah. um but yes i want to open a workspace for entrepreneurs and visionaries and creatives mm-hmm. and um also open a, a restaurant and lounge mm-hmm. and also you want to do all other, the things i want to do a lot of stuff it's like different industries though mm-hmm. how can i do it i want to open a restaurant mm-hmm. you think i'm gonna open a restaurant and manage the restaurant I can't. I got to partner with somebody else. You think I want to open a workspace and manage the workspace? Mm-hmm. I can't. I have to do that with someone else. I literally have to partner with someone else to either get to get this done. Mm-hmm. I also want to own a fragrance line. I can't do that mm-hmm. and do all the other things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. We we had an episode talking about um, the war of the world. Mm-hmm. All of my worlds will be at war if I decided to do everything myself. Mm-hmm. I have to partner with people. And partnership does not look like partnering with someone else on the same level all the time. Mm-hmm. They're either higher than you or they could be on, 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 on ranks lower than you mm-hmm. um i think companies partner with employees all the time we don't look at it that way we mm-hmm. look at the company hiring me but when you're an independent contractor or when you're an employee mm-hmm. you're literally partnering with the vision partnering with the ceo and we're, the the company is literally making a decision in that moment to work with you to help you grow mm-hmm. to make sure that you're um i guess fulfilling your task or your job obligations and stuff of that nature but i feel like um that is a partnership that we often overlook because it doesn't look the same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like, hey, this person is on my level. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm hiring this person to help me push my vision. Mm-hmm. I'm hiring this person to help me comp- accomplish a goal. Mm-hmm. But I think also once employees start looking at mm-hmm. being hired for a job as a partnership, yeah. their work ethic changes. Yeah, I think their, worth, their work ethic would change. It's yeah. crazy because anytime I had an interview, I think you actually told me this like years ago when you go on yeah. interviews to make sure that the language that we're using in mm-hmm. these, they're looking for the language that mm-hmm. you're using. And to review like and their to, their pages and stuff like yes. that, see how their culture is and talk. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing that we need to do with our partners to make sure that we're in, in line with one another and looking at it from the space of, I'm partnering with you on this venture. I know when I would go into interviews, I'm like, I would love to partner with your company because of X, Y, Z and mm-hmm. have clear reasons why not just some made up of reasons i remember when i was younger when i first got a job and they were teaching us how to dress for jobs mm-hmm. and they would tell us to wear khakis and all this other stuff and the young boys were like why i can't wear what i want to wear and they would tell us the reason why they're looking for us to show up the way that they desire to um show up mm-hmm. like they want you to show up in this type of outfit there was one time where i thought that i would have to take out my twist in my hair because I'm thinking that my twist didn't look right Mm -hmm. because I'm just like oh I should have straight a straight wig mm-hmm. but I go into this interview but in reality it's just like they, they're they looking for you the whole package and what they're partnering with and seeing if you have mm-hmm. those key traits that they're looking for I think sometimes we over 
think or um, overanalyze the situations when we're walking into these type of partnerships with yeah. companies um, because, you know, it's just like we're looking at it like, oh, no, I need to be this exact way. Mm-hmm. But be who you are, but speak the language. Mm-hmm. You know, Because times have changed. Times have definitely changed. I think changed. before we were... Um, African Americans, at least, were mm-hmm. in a space where, like, yo, we went, we went through so much. We had to change the way we looked. We had to change our dressing. We had to change our hair. We had to change mm-hmm. um, our grooming techniques because we're we're entering into a different type of space. Mm-hmm. And I think that society has shifted so much mm-hmm. that now we have organizations who are banking on mm-hmm. the success of that of their diversity and inclusion or um, system or company within the organization. Mm-hmm. We need diversity and inclusion because they understand the need for partnership. They understand mm-hmm. the need to have people from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. They understand the need to have people with different perspective and different perspectives and different ideas because of how it's gonna shape the culture in their in their workplace or how it's gonna take them to the next level. Mm-hmm. I really think that we are truly sleep. Like half of us are not woke because we are trying. <laughs> well, society, I swear they woke. They ain't. They, they ain't woke. They sleep. <laughs> they don't know that partnering with Johnny down the block is mm-hmm. gonna help me mm-hmm. get to. The next level is going to open doors for me that I couldn't get in on mm-hmm. my own. Mm-hmm. It's going to open up doors for me that I couldn't get in with partnering with someone else that looks just like me or yeah. thinks just like me. There are um, relationships, there are uh, communities that you haven't stepped into yet because you haven't partnered with the right person. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from fear of stepping out of what's comfortable into something that is totally different. It's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. You just hit something. I don't want to hit nothing dr- else. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. But the fear of the unknown literally cripples and hinders us from beginning to be exposed to some things that we need to be exposed mm-hmm. to. Like these companies are starting to understand the whole diversity and inclusion aspect and recognizing that other voices are necessary. Other, voices, yeah. other faces are necessary. Other opinions and viewpoints are necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we have to implement as well as we're as we're beginning to create businesses, recognizing there's more than just your face. There's more there's than, more just, than your just your mm-hmm. voice. And recognizing that someone else's voice adds something to begin to impact somebody that you could probably never reach before and I think that's super key as partnering with other people beginning to have somebody that has a different viewpoint a different vision Mm -hmm. the way you look at because no this episode's good Oh, <laughs> I'm beginning to have a different viewpoint than mm-hmm. you because their view reaches a different person. Yeah. Like y'all have the same goal, but your viewpoint, your voice, how you think, how you carry mm-hmm. yourself, what you bring to the table reaches a demographic of people mm-hmm. that you could never reach before. Mm-hmm. But because you're partnering with other people who are have the same goal, but the way they carry that goal out looks very different yeah. so that you can reach. I think that we hinder ourselves from really moving forward and making impact because we limit ourselves in regards to who we partner partner with and how that partnership moves mm-hmm. forward and basically how it looks. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I think that we have to begin to broaden our horizons a bit in regards to how these um, partnerships are rolled out. Mm-hmm. Although we have the common goal, we have the same vision, we have the same mission and things of that nature, but the way we look at it might be slightly different, but that's because we need to reach a different different demographic of yeah. people. I like what you said when you, when you were speaking about the voice that we mm-hmm. had to offer, and I think the point that I would like to leave um, our listeners with today is to lift your voice, open your ears, and open your eyes. Lift your voice, open your ears, and open your eyes. You need to see beyond mm-hmm. your horizon. You need to see beyond what you've been seeing. You need to hear beyond what you've been hearing as in like listen to new voices um hear from different perspectives but also don't let your voice shrink don't let your voice uh be dwindled because of what you're listening to or because of what you're seeing just because it's different from what you have to offer i think um 
this is not a, a, a podcast based off of, um, you know, people just being influencers and being mm-hmm. business owners and being creatives and empowering them. This is really about shaping a society and a culture and a group of people that can, that are willing and that are able to be opened up to mm-hmm. what the world has to offer so that they can take the position to impact the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so crazy when you begin to say, lift your voice, open your eyes and open your ears, open your ears. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the song, let every, uh, lift every lift voice, and, your sing. voice and, mm-hmm. sing. and it's crazy. Cause I brought up the lyrics and it may definitely make sense. And it ties into what you said and it says lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring mm-hmm. ring with the harmonies of liberties let our rejoicing mm-hmm. rise blah 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 mm-hmm. and I think that's super duper key because if we're going to make any type of impact we have to lift our voice and make sure that what we are saying is of substance substance <laughs> it literally makes an impact and it sings over the people mm-hmm. and begins to bring them into a space that they never were brought into mm-hmm. before yes Okay, I said you was about to say that you was about to burst. I was gonna say something, but go ahead. But yeah, but allowing your voice to ring so loud when you're beginning to enter these rooms, enter these spaces, mm-hmm. impacting people with your partnerships, so that it's beginning to drench every person that you come into contact with and begin to allow them to now move. I think that we want to impact people, but then we stop there and not look for the transformation that happens transformation. Next, next. Like I'm here for impact. I'm here for doing all of the things. But the common goal that I always look for is does it transform a nation of people does it transform the way that they think does mm-hmm. it transform the way that they speak does it transform the way that they live and I think that that is super duper king like tr- key transformation is super key so use your voice mm-hmm. until it begins to transform every life that you come into contact with so that they can have a different perspective so that they can live a different life mm-hmm. so that they can change the way that they live so that they can change the way that they manage their money mm-hmm. it should transform everything that they come into contact with but it first starts with raising your voice Mm -hmm. and not allowing yourself to be hindered or muzzled so that what you have to say literally reaches the people that you're trying to reach and then you're lifting your voice Mm -hmm. you're opening your ears so that they can hear more so that you can hear more and beginning to open your eyes so that you can see further than what you have saw before yeah mic drop I, I <laughs> mic drop. I ain't got nothing else to say. Oh my god, that was so good. That was so yeah. powerful. And so, yeah, I think this is the end of this episode. Yeah. Um, listen, listeners, <laughs> you got a voice, and we want to hear from you. Yeah. Email us at I don't know what podcast at gmail.com with your perspective on what our name should be. Uh-huh. Um, your perspective on this episode. Let us know if it impacted you. Let us know if it taught you something. Let us know if you were um. Uh, I guess enlightened or mm-hmm. empowered by this episode. Yeah. Um, this was a really strong episode. I'm yeah. really happy about it. And follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram and at, let us know. At ID, IDK What Podcast on Instagram. <laughs> IDK What Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, this was really good. Yeah. All right. We're out of here, guys. Bye. Enjoy your week.